0: Would you like to hear a story? It is a story about another time and place in a land called Tapuat, a magical land of incredible beauty where ancient people knew powerful healing medicine and lived in harmony with nature. These ancestors were able to travel back and forth to our world through a special doorway and built great cities into the sandstone cliffs of the American Southwest. They left picture messages on the rocks as a way to share their wisdom. Then, many eons ago, an angry giant cast a spell that closed off the passage. No one will travel through this doorway again. When he did, the ancestors were never seen on our planet again, leaving only their cities and rock drawings behind. Now, their fate lies in the hands of one girl, a girl from our own world. She doesn't know it yet, but she is the one person who can right the Giants wrong and restore order to the universe. Her name is Cassidy. Would you like to meet her?
1: Give it to me, you butthead. You're the butthead.
0: Right. Um. I forgot to mention, Cassidy has a younger brother. Oh, and they don't always get along.
1: What is going on up there? Cameron took my phone. Cameron, give back your sister's phone. Cameron took my phone. Loser. Loser. Now, both of you, get downstairs and have your breakfast. Can't. Gotta go to school early to work on a science project. We're studying endangered frogs. Perfect, because you're a frog face. Ugh, mother. Hey, that's enough. Cameron, stop annoying your sister. And you... Are you really wearing that sports jersey? But the Buffalo Bills are my favorite team. I know, dear, but football isn't very... ladylike. Why don't you wear that cute outfit I bought for you the other day? It wouldn't hurt if you tried a little harder. Maybe put your hair back? Mom! Fine. Just remember to wear your helmet. But it doesn't even fit right. Oh, Then stop by Joe's this afternoon and have him adjust it. And ride straight to school. Okay...
0: But Cassie doesn't ride straight to school. Mm -mm. Instead, she takes her favorite route, a dirt path that leads her into the hills outside of town. She's fascinated by one particular rock that is covered with drawings etched into the stone. There are handprints and animal stick figures, and one that she hasn't noticed before.
1: Huh. That's funny.
0: It's a man with long legs and wild hair playing a flute. Cassidy puts her face next to the rock to examine the figure more closely when it appears to turn and look straight at her. What? Ah! Of course, the rock figure didn't really move, but you know that, right?
1: <laughs> it was just my mind playing tricks.
0: Cassidy slips in her earbuds and rides on to school. As she locks her bike to the rack, a large silver coin drops out of the sky and hits her smack dab on the top of her head. Ow! Cassidy picks up the medallion about the size of a half dollar that's decorated with... Uh-huh. well huh Will you look at that? It's the same wild-haired character from The Rock.
2: Whoa! Sorry, Cassidy. Are you hurt?
0: That's Jonathan, a boy from Cassidy's class. He's small for his age and a little nearsighted.
1: I'm fine. Hey, who's that guy on your coin? Oh, that's
2: Cocopelli. The Pueblo ancestors tell us stories about him. He's the trickster character. Pretty cool, really. He can change shape and make it rain.
0: But Cassidy is distracted by a group of kids passing by. There's Ashley. Hey there. Ashley is the most popular girl in school and not very nice, if you ask me.
2: Well, who asked ya?
0: Um, she's with her friends, Taylor. Hiya. Uh... And Alex. He's the school quarterback. What's up? For some reason, Cassidy keeps trying to be friends with Ashley, but, well, I'll let you find
2: out.
1: Hey, guys!
3: Uh, hey, oh,
1: hey, Cassidy. So, what do you think? Huh? Jonathan, uh, think about what?
2: The math assignment. Want to work on it at your house or mine? We could do rock, paper, scissors. Um,
1: uh, I'll get back to you later.
2: Sure.
0: Cassidy races to catch up with the others as Johnson just shakes his head.
1: You're fooling yourself, Cassidy. Hey, hold up. What's going on? Oh, Ashley, I read over that English paper for you. It was good. I just added a few facts here and there, reworded it a little. I wrote a new intro paragraph. The ending's new, too. Cool.
0: Ashley shoves the report into her bag without even looking at it.
1: So, Alex, great game yesterday.
3: Oh, thanks.
1: Of course, the Cougars were nailing you on the slant. Why'd Coach keep calling it?
3: I know, right? Hey, who, who do you have for the big game Sunday? Let me guess. Gotta
1: go with my bills.
3: Come on, they're never gonna beat the Broncos.
2: Come on, Alex, let's go.
3: Uh, yeah, I gotta run.
2: We're still on for the movie after school, right?
3: It depends on how long practice goes.
2: Fine. Pick football over me. Again.
3: Later, Cass.
1: Yeah, later. Ashley, I'll see you in class, right? Whatever.
0: Cassidy slips in her earbuds and heads towards the main school building.
1: Why do you even
2: bother with her? She's such a dweeb. Because she's smart enough to get A's and dumb enough to get them for me. <laughs>
0: Told you she wasn't very nice. Oh, my
2: gosh, what's
1: That's going great. on? Okay. Oh, Did you guys see that? looks
0: like there's some commotion in the schoolyard. Kids rush past Cassidy. One bumps into her.
1: Watch it! What's going on anyway? A fight!
0: Sure enough, a fight has broken out, and it's attracted quite a crowd. Cassidy pokes her head in and sees Lizzie, one of the school bullies.
1: Oh, man. Who's getting it this time?
0: She peers over to get a look at Lizzie's latest victim. It's Jonathan.
1: Come on, Chief. Do the tomahawk dance for us. Here, let me show you. (laughs)
0: Lizzie starts to dance around Jonathan as he tries to get away, but the others keep pushing him back towards her. Kids can sure be mean sometimes, can't they? Uh Uh-oh, Lizzie just ripped Jonathan's glasses from his face.
2: What? Are these supposed to make you look smart? Please, I can't see very well. Oh, I'm sorry. Here you go.
0: She extends the glasses to Jonathan. But when he reaches out, she just tosses them to the ground. Lizzie begins darting in front of him as he tries to pick them up, his upper lip beginning to quiver as he fights back tears.
1: Oh, Jonathan...
0: Cassidy looks around. All the other kids are laughing. She mutters under her breath.
1: Why don't you leave him alone, you bully?
0: Actually, she may have said that a bit too loudly.
1: Hey, Lizzie. Cassidy here just said you're a
2: bully. What did you call me? (laughs)
0: Lizzie turns her attention towards Cassidy, allowing Jonathan to quickly grab his glasses.
1: I just said, well... Look, it's not even a fair fight. You're a giant next to him. So what? You scared of giants? <laughs> oh, come on. Ashley, what about the, the paper I did for you? Uh,
2: are you saying I didn't write my own report?
1: Well, you definitely wrote your name. <laughs> oh man, you blew it now. Get her, Lizzie. Gladly.
0: Hmm. Seems Cassidy has gotten herself into quite a pickle. She closes her eyes and braces for impact as Lizzie pulls back her fist. Uh, saved by the bell.
3: Okay, all right, break it up.
0: That and the school principal.
3: Come on, let's go, people. This
2: isn't over between us, Loneman. Heads are gonna roll.
0: Lizzie glares at Cassidy while slicing her finger across her neck.
3: Oh, boy. Come on, let's go.
1: Why do I have to open my big mouth?
3: I'm surprised to see you involved in this, Ms. Loneman. And frankly, I. I'm disappointed. I expect more from you. Yes, sir. Consider this your warning.
1: Yes, sir. Cassie, hold up! Hey, Jonathan!
2: Thanks for standing up for me back there. That was a really brave thing to do.
1: Or an exceedingly stupid one.
2: Here, I want you to have this. Your medallion? But I can't. Keep it. For good luck. Or protection. Whichever you need most. Okay, thanks.
0: Cassidy forgets all about Lizzie as she rolls the coin around in her fingers. She's mesmerized as the cocappelli figure seems to dance. She's still distracted by it later at Joe's bike shop. Dude. That'd be Joe. He's what you call laid-back, long hair, shaggy beard, oh, and he's a musician,
4: too. So, you uh, really never heard about the Pueblo ancestors, huh? Didn't study them in school? Nope. Jack Canyon, Mesa Verde? Nuh-uh. Come on. Who are the ancients of the rock?
1: Um, the Rolling Stones?
4: <laughs> Touche. <laughs> hey, uh, you remember that little riff I taught you? Here, uh, show me.
1: Nah, I can't do it.
4: Of course you can. You just gotta feel it, you know? Let the music work its magic. Guestie
0: slips the coin into her pocket and takes the guitar from Joe and she begins to play.
4: Yeah, see, you got it, you got it. And quickly hands the guitar back.
1: I told you, I can't.
0: Cassidy slumps over the counter, dejected. She gazes at the snake in Joe's aquarium.
4: No, you gotta be like that snake, Cass. Shed that old negative skin of yours.
1: Yeah. Well, I better get going. Thanks for fixing my helmet and the new bike pump, too. I get my allowance next week. I I can pay you then.
4: No sweat. And, um... By the way, how, how are things going at home? Any better?
1: Uh, you know, my brother's still a pain. Mom's always stressed, and Dad, well, I see you more than I do him.
4: Hey, I enjoy the company.
1: Why don't you have any kids? Uh,
4: you know, I'm not the kind to of settle down. Uh, actually, this here is the longest I've ever stayed in one place.
1: Hmm. Well, see you next week.
4: Sure thing. And, uh, t- take one of those ponchos, too. Storm's coming.
1: Okay, thanks again.
4: And hey, you can do it, Cassidy. You just gotta believe.
0: Cassidy steps outside and kneels down next to her bicycle, trying to stuff everything into her backpack.
1: Get in there. What is all this stuff? My hoodie? Why is this flashlight in here? Where'd this rope come from? Jeez, Mom.
0: Cassidy finally gets everything in and reaches for her helmet.
1: Man, I'm going to be so late for dinner.
0: Much later than she realizes, because when Cassidy looks up, she spots Lizzie across the street on her own bike, punching her fist into her other palm. Uh-oh. Cassidy doesn't even have time to put on her helmet before racing off as a bully chases her through the streets of their small town. Cassidy's legs have never pedaled so fast. She zigs, egg, she zags, and then she takes a quick turn onto a dirt trail. She turns to look. There's nothing but dust behind her.
1: That was close.
0: Just then, a rabbit hops across the path. Oh! Gasty swerves to avoid the rabbit, and it's a large stone. Ah. Gasty does a somersault over her handlebars and sails headfirst into the boulder covered with drogs from before. But she doesn't just hit the rock wall. She goes all the way through it. Ah. Gasty lands with a thud. But before she can even gather her wits, a tall, thin guy with wild hair and raggedy clothes comes racing towards her, a group of angry women hot on his trail. Stop stealing our things, Coco! That's right, it's Coco Pelli, the one on Cassidy's coin, although he goes by Coco here. He's a bit of a troublemaker, as you'll soon come to see. Looks like he took something that didn't belong to him.
4: You drive us crazy, Coco! Go find honest work to do. Ha! Making you crazy is my work, you old crows.
0: At that moment, Coco comes to a screeching stop. And so do the women, who all gasp in unison. (gasps) As Cassidy lands right at their feet, rubbing her head.
4: Ow! Now that has got to hurt.
0: Well, one look at our Cassidy and those women tear out of there in a flash. (gasps)
4: I was wondering how to get rid of those old hens. Thanks, little man.
1: Huh? What happened?
4: Who are you? Oh, first things first. Let me see. Hmm. You're going to have a nice bump and a mean headache, but you'll survive here.
0: Coco reaches into his knapsack and pulls out a small container of salve. Tries to dab some on Cassidy's head, but she keeps turning to look around. The desert landscape is similar to that back home, except everything here looks alive. Even the rocks and bushes
4: seem to be breathing.
1: So, where am I exactly?
4: Hold still. Ah, there. That should do the trick.
1: Because I've got a feeling I'm not in Kansas anymore.
4: Kansas? I don't know this Kansas. It was a joke. A joke? (laughs) You know, I'm a bit of a jokester myself. That's it!
0: Cassidy reaches into her pocket and pulls out the medallion while Coco examines the rock wall.
4: Didn't know this thing was open again. You're that trickster dude. Cocapelli. Right you are. I am he. Traveled from Peru to Albuquerque. Make the rain. Drive women insane. Play a mean flute. And my, aren't I cute.
1: But if, if you're, then I'm in. Tapuat. But how, how did I get here? Through there. A rock. I came through a rock. Head
4: first, like this!
0: Coco backs up against the rock wall, then leaps forward, arms waving wildly as he does a somersault, and hits his head against a large
4: stone.
1: Ouch! Here, I think you need this salve back. Thanks. So, you're saying I came through the rock? Indeed. Okay, no problem. No reason to panic. I'll just check my phone. I don't suppose I get any bars around whoa, here.
4: Whoa, what's that? What's that? Can I see? Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. You act
1: like you've never seen a phone before.
4: Phone? What's this phone?
1: Ah! Careful. Here, give me that. So, what do I need to do to get back? Back? Yeah, go back through. Through? Is it a trap door or something? Do I run at it? Oh,
4: well, be my guest.
0: Cassidy takes a deep breath, then runs at the rock.
4: That hurt! Well, yes, it's a rock. Jeez, coming over here must have knocked all of the sense out of you.
1: But I've got to get home.
4: I ah, can't help you there, little man. That doorway hasn't been open on our side for a coyote's age, and, well, I didn't even think it was still open on yours.
1: So what? You mean, I'm stuck here? Think of it
4: more as a visit, you know, just for an indeterminate length of time.
0: Is Cassidy really stuck in Tapawad? Can Coco really make it rain? Find out in the next episode of Trick. Until then, have you ever been bullied? Or do you know someone who has? Asking for help is always a brave thing to do. And of course, remember to listen.
3: Cointrick is produced by Full Potential Media. Be sure to visit us at Cointrick.net for transcripts, word puzzles, and other cool resources. Cointrick is a proud supporter of the David Lynch Foundation and its Meditate America initiative, which introduces meditation to kids and others suffering from stress and trauma. You can learn more on our website or visit DavidLynchFoundation.org.